Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. everybody you're listening to the discus larry collective podcast i'm your host warren here with glenn um right Hello, now what well, right now on the show we're going to do uh, nxt review uh before we get into it though if you're watching this on youtube hit the like button subscribe drop a comment let us know what you talk about nxt this week and then if you listen to if you listen to the podcast version yeah wherever you get your podcast spotify apple podcast stitcher acast give us a like give us a follow let us know how we're doing but um yeah we'll go right into it then uh, Let's fucking go. So to start the show for NXT, we had the two like game changing announcements by uh, William Regal. The there was like they kind of leaked on the internet about two or three days beforehand. It was kind of not necessarily well known, but a lot of people were like, yeah, that sounds about right. They could have put two and two together. Do you know what I mean? Um, mm. The first one was that it was going to be a two night takeover. Um, was it stand and deliver? It's called. <clears throat> I, yeah. I, I like the idea of it to be honest with you, um, mainly because. There is a lot of guys on NXT that are like, you do see them on a takeover, but even at that, it's sometimes they don't get enough time or sometimes like the feud isn't built well. So yeah. I like the idea of it. And you could always have that that little kind of switcheroo almost where you could have like a qualifying match for the title on night one leading into night yeah. two, whatever they want to do. But um, I like the idea of a two night uh, takeover. Plus, There's definitely a lot more scope for what you can do with the talent. Like. Absolutely, yeah. Because there's some, some people there that, not necessarily are sitting there twiddling at home, but like to like to say Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you see them one week, you won't see them maybe for two weeks, that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? So the likes of a two night takeover will work in that kind of a, that kind of advantage, I suppose. A good example as a comparative would have been how stacked the Revolution card for AEW was. Yeah, if that had been spread across two nights. Yeah, considering the pacing in the matches we got, it actually would have been a little bit more digestible. Yeah, easier to watch kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, because as I was saying about that card, actually, yeah, so you have the peaks and valleys of fans as well. So, um, in terms of how wrecked they get halfway through a show, like a long show, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So two night takeover, um, pretty much filling out the full WrestleMania week. Um, when we see a Mania a few years ago, they always hammer on about that. Like, I mean, they, you get the emails, you get on your ticket, on your little ticket packet thing. It says like mm-hmm. it's a full week event, and it is to an extent. But uh, this is now a full week event. Like, if you. Yeah. If NXT does make the jump to Tuesdays, I think they are starting the first of April or around that time. So that means you could then, literally get one full week of wrestling. Like. We're getting nine days, yeah, nine days straight, yeah. which is crazy. So first, first of all, so like eventually it's going to be a full two weeks. It's going to be a month. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, eventually whatever. you're going to go to WrestleFest and it's just going to be fucking Ozzy Osbourne getting fucking choke slammed. Like. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. But uh, the other, uh, what you call it, the other announcement then was the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, whatever. Um, I like the little story behind it where Regal was like, I'm sick of like having to wait around for other people's decisions. So that's kind of cool because it's almost like a splinter and off. Now, obviously, NXT, they always consider their own brand, even though it is WWE. Um, yeah. I like the but idea. But they're not going to be considered like the developmental 
exactly, as, as yeah. much I imagine like in terms of the eyes of the fans yeah. while I do like it in theory I do think belt saturation is a really big thing and I oh, would have yeah. loved to have seen the one WWE Women's Tag Team Championship uh, belt get taken by NXT and then have the women have to come down and put on good quality wrestling matches to fight for those belts and have them have them defended the way the US thought it was by seeing it there a few years back just yeah. would have been more eyes on women's wrestling more uh, more ladies in a match, more time for the women, uh, better exposure. I think this is this is going to create a degree of belt saturation. Like you have three main shows. Each of those three shows have a uh, top tier title for the men and women, nothing for the lower or the mid card for the women except the tag belts. And then you have your, your men's mid card title. If each show has the very same formula, there's no diversity, I don't think. No. Yeah, no, I'd fully, I fully agree with that, to be honest. And I do think there's way too many titles now to be honest with you um in WWE which is funny because I'm always hammering on about like oh, I'd love to see the European title back but oh, I'd love to see the European title back if they got rid of say three titles so yeah um but yeah <laughs> like so the they, universal title yeah pretty much just merge that like for fuck's sake um so what they did is then they had they basically just gave the titles to Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai because they won the Dusty Classic I I understand that the meaning behind that, obviously, because they did, they got kind of like, what would you say, like screwed out or stung. Yeah. So I, I get that, but at the same time, though, I feel like they could have just had maybe some sort of qualifier, just them against, like redo the the, the final match pretty much, you know what I mean? Um, mm. Because there was a bell top already, night one. We'll go into that now in a few minutes. But um, first match of the night, as I said, we're going to try to keep this kind of short. Um, we're already at that fucking, I think it's about 10 minutes now, just chatting. But, um, yeah, force match though. Uh, Io Shiroi defended her NXT Women's Championship against Tony Storm. This was a banger. This um, actually, do you know what? I'm sick of that word banger. This match top comes. tops here. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> this match just fucking comes, bro. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, no, this was deadly. This was class. Like everyone knew it was going to be savage. Um, yeah. Obviously, you always get that thing in the back of your head. Like, oh, it's not going to be shenanigans because it's a weekly show. But um, that wasn't. It was just straight up wrestling match. Um, it did start off a bit slow. But it built and built and built, and then yeah, just like Tony Storm looked great. In it. Um, she hit her finisher twice or three times, I think, as well. That she couldn't put Shiroi down, so that was that was class. It proves that she's yeah. on that level. Yeah, even though Tony Storm is up there, she can't seem to be uh, well on the main show anyway. Yeah. So uh, yeah, savage match. Shiroi ended up making a taboo. Uh, oh, I loved it. Great start. It was it was probably one of the best women's shows that we've gotten in a singles match. Specifically in a singles match because you can you can have your opinions on on the tag team or the multi women match, but yeah, in in recent memory anyway, there's there's very few other singles women's matches that I can immediately go ah, but it wasn't better than that. Yeah, it was it was very very good, enjoyable to watch. Like if if they're doing their job right, you should be able to just watch it without complaint. And I didn't take me eyes off me screen. I wasn't no. dicking about me phone or Android now. Yeah, it felt like it was it was just so easy to watch. I am. Um... As I said, it was a bit ropey at the start, but again, I think as well that's the performers putting that on them themselves. Like they know that they have to go out and perform because they know how good they are. So, yeah, savage great yeah. start. After that, then we had Pete Dunne against uh, Jake Atlas. At first, I thought this was just going to be a squash, but it actually, kind of was a bit prolonged, a bit more prolonged, I suppose. Um, mm. Yeah, obviously, Pete Dunne still gets the win, but um, with a cool kind of finisher as well, like the way he made a tap out. Um, but uh, Jake Atlas actually looked pretty good. He got a decent bit of offense in as well, so I wasn't expecting it. And um, the main thing to take from this match, though, was the promo afterwards. Pete Dunne yeah. basically just staring at the camera and saying, "Like I'm the best technical wrestler. Um, if anyone wants to try step up, prove me wrong." They were the words he actually said, and straight away, I just flashed back to like early 2000s Chris Benoit. 
one the technical wrestler yeah and two to prove me wrong he used to always say it's like prove me wrong i loved it straight yeah. away that when he cut that promo i was like yeah this is what i need from people because yeah he's yeah. fucking fantastic he has been fantastic since he's like 18 19 years of age which is insane like but uh he Plus, needs if he's not going to of... be in the title picture con- continuing going forward he needs to flesh out the character a bit more than his, it, his yeah. current show and you know let the wrestling do the talking uh fantastic honestly i do want to see him hold that belt by the end of the year um not just because i feel he deserves it and like you touched on excellent class wrestler um since he's young very young um but i just think he's he's like they say people have seldom earned it he's fucking earned it like literally yeah he's, he's broke his back now for quite some time um, getting noticed he literally takes like I remember years ago like obviously when we were seeing him in OTT and stuff he'd, he'd literally he'd be on OTT one day and then he'd be say on progress or something like that in England and then next thing you know th- there'd be a photo of him in Japan and stuff he was he literally just he's dedicated he's a war horse yeah literally so yeah. yeah he deserves everything that's coming his way lately and obviously the match with Bala recently and stuff so yeah looking forward to seeing now who, who accepts the challenge I've seen people saying like oh be classy Daniel Bryan drop down now just for like one match uh, take over that'd be insane oh like Daniel Bryan selling has been outrageously good since he's come out of retirement mm-hmm. so like imagine the shit that they could pull off like yeah. just if someone's getting chucked off a top, a top rope or a torn buckle uh, or we're getting some fucking suicide dives yeah sign me up yeah yeah no, I, I can't wait um what was it then after this then we had uh, the women's tag title match this was announced earlier in the show Ember mm-hmm. Moon and Shotzi Blackheart called out basically Gonzalez and Coy. Uh this match was deadly as well. Like it was it was a solid match. Like there was no bad match really on the next day. Like, well, yeah, there was actually. But um there was no <laughs> th- yeah, there was no real, I suppose, stink or anything, you know what I mean? Or one that was just kind of thrown in. <clears throat> this one made sense. And it mm. was good to see, like, obviously straight away that alright, banging the title defenses out. Although <laughs> they they were given the titles, Coy and, and Gonzalez, and then literally in the force defense their force defense, they lose them. Um I don't really mind it because the belt isn't necessarily established yet anyway. But yeah. also, I understand why there's so much criticism about it because you do want to see, like, all right, well, they just won the Dusty Classic. They yeah. didn't get to have that. They, they got screwed out of that tag title match first. And now they get they're losing They gifted a, a championship. Yeah. And then they lose it on their yeah. first defense. Now, like, I know it's kind of setting up, obviously, the, the breakup between these because it's looking like Shiroi and uh, Gonzalez now for a takeover because Shiroi actually went backstage and called her out so I get that Ooh. but at the same time it still looked silly I think in terms of the tag it's just the presentation like if you if you were gonna do that he like it should have been come out and challenge it should have been here you guys deserve these yay we're gonna get them and then have the other girls come out and go oh no hold on hold yeah. on you, you, you only ever fight for a championship we want to be the first yeah. and be the highlight being on the belts not not so much the women in that case because they need to be established and now the belts aren't established and they're on a team that without that backup, without that kind of backstory, if you want to call it that, there is no, like, why Why would we be interested in them as champions right now? Yeah, and there's no, there's not many uh, women's tag teams yeah. on NXT from what I can think off the top of your head. Like, yeah, like, uh, like I said, the belt saturation, like it all falls into the one, the one ecosystem problem. Like, like we're fans, so we're technical fans at that. We'll understand and have different opinions and approaches. But like, I always ask the question, why would I, why would I care about that? It's like, right, I might understand an encyclopedia shit you were talking about, but if you can't explain it to me like I'm five years of age, then you aren't, you aren't able to explain it, and it probably doesn't make sense. You know, exactly. That's, yeah, 
that's like what this is. If you try to say, well, these are the women's tag team champions, but the women's tag team champions on NXT, and we don't know why the main roster don't get their own per show, but we think it's because there's not enough women and not enough women's tag teams to warrant having the belts there. Yeah, it like you can't explain your way out of it. Yeah, it just sounds a bit like mishmash, doesn't it? It sounds just thrown together. It sounds silly. Um, and then the match itself, though, that's the thing. The match itself was deadly. It was really good. All four of them, obviously, they can work. Um, yeah, there's, there's always them kind of like they had Shotzi and uh, Dakota Kai doing like the trade off with kicks and stuff like that. Then you had yeah. obviously Gonzalez playing the big, big tough heel. It, it was savage. Like the match was actually really good. And it's a shame now, obviously, that the titles obviously were straight away bounced out. And then you're gonna you're gonna have obviously the Kotakoi and Ting maybe separate now. So it's a shame, really. Like why win the Dusty Classic and then like big it up as well. Like, yeah, like yeah. I understand sometimes they, they have the teams that like the two lads teams of the, the lads teams like for the past few years, like um, who was it like Samoa John Finn Balor won it before stuff like that. I know they're kind of just trying to get a teams, but it's the whole idea is to elevate. So and they, they put a lot of eyes on the whole oh, it's the fourth women's one. And it's it's gonna yeah. mean a lot. And now already it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Like if anything, they they probably could have left it at like reigning dusty dusty cup winners, like and yeah. like that could have been their thing. And then if they do break up or if they do reform just before the next one, then they're the ones to beat, they're the ones to watch. It's like, you know, imagine if they held a world championship um, you know, tournament mm. for a gold medal in any one sport like obviously we slag like boxing that because they've literally like one belt for every one and a half pounds worth of weight you have so they've yeah. 40 belts per company and there's 30 companies so you win like fucking 100 belts or whatever but yeah. like imagine a world championship in judo or in in in, in any other martial art or something but it's every month yeah yeah so we've 12 world champions in the one and they're not going to fight each other to prove who's going to be the best like it's kind of the fact that you don't even have that many competitors in the women's tag team division when you include the two main shows as well, it's just yeah, we're just gonna like tag team wrestling is already neglected enough in WWE. It's just yeah. gonna be worse, I think. It, it is. It really is. I can't see it going anywhere you now fast as well. Um, but yeah, so as we said, they um, Blackheart and Ember Moon won the belts. Mm-hmm. So take it as it is, I suppose. Whatever you want to see, whatever you want to take of it. I, I don't, yeah. didn't think much of it anyway. Whatever. The match was savage. That's really um, that's yeah, good, good, good match. Yeah, yeah. There was a few like obviously uh, backstage segments as well. I just kind of I'll just run over them real quick. Jordan Devlin uh, did a did a promo from Dublin Airport, which was gas. <laughs> Looked like Terminal Two to me, but I can't can't put my finger on it. I was definitely definitely was Terminal Two chap. Yeah. Did you ever think he'd fly Terminal One? Doubt it. No, I don't think you can fly Terminal One to America either. No, I think, but no, you, you actually can't. No, so there you go. Yeah, no. Terminal Two, Jordan Devlin. Um, but uh, yeah, cut promo saying he's the real um, cruiserweight champion, and he be on next team next week. We also had um, what you call it. We had a Leon Ruff little thing backstage, so a little promo yoke where he said uh, he's gonna fight. Uh, I say I swear, Scott, and he, he scratched the claws his way to his opportunities. We also mm. had a part with the way uh, Johnny Gargano and stuff where. They basically made uh, Austin Theory cry again. Yeah. And then we had a Zoe love Stark. Love what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, oh, I actually love it. It's very funny. And then we had a Zoe Stark little promo where it, it kind of goes a bit more into horror and horror life. Um, so, yeah, cool kind of backstage things. We also had an Adam Cole one as well, um, where he talked about he can kill you in the future if he wants because he started essentially. So, yeah, overall, yeah. yeah, bits and pieces as they do. They throw them in. Every every show has them. Um, in terms of the next match, we had uh, Zoya Lee against Caden Carter. This was the bad match of the night, I feel. Um, 
yeah, it was more, more just an angle anyway than it was a match. Yeah. It lasted a hand, like, oh, I don't even know. I don't even think it lasted three or four minutes. Um, It was just a bit weird because Casey Catanzaro, who I know, I understand she's frustrated. You have to get injured and this, that, and the other. Like, that's the whole story they're going with. But then she does the real heel thing by attacking her with yeah. a crutch. So I don't know, whatever. Um, I didn't like it. I think no, it wasn't, uh, wasn't enjoyable to watch. Yeah, like Zoya has like not necessarily a lot of momentum behind her, but she has enough momentum behind her to go forward now. She needs someone better to be in the ring, what I feel. Do you know what I mean? This yeah. kind of, oh, we're, we're your friends. It, yeah, it's played out now. We're, we get it. We, we criticised that tag team match from a few weeks back with Katanzaro on that. Yeah. Um, and we criticised for much of the same sloppiness. And like, I'm not saying every single wrestler who accepts into a ring needs to be an innovator and they need to be like the next Rey Mysterio or they need to be the next fucking like Sasha Banks or, or yeah. fucking someone like, doesn't matter who, of their particular generation. But like, just like if your tools are blunt, sharpen them. Like I don't yeah. like put in the work and 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 make make it enjoyable, Teddy, to watch. Like it's just yeah, I did, well, I didn't like it. Didn't have no more say. Yeah, like that's the thing. I just want Zoya Lee to go forward now with a a different person, or if they're gonna keep going with this, have a proper match. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. but yeah, whatever about it anyway. Do you know what I mean it just kind of it took up like maybe five minutes anyway. So. Um, next match then we had Legado del Fantasma against the Grizzly Young Veterans this one obviously uh, was the kind of uh, shenanigans finish kind of yeah um, it, it didn't last long um, kind of annoying because I actually thought it was going to be like a legit match to be honest I didn't really it's, think of MSK for a minute it's kind of gas if you are a more casual fan this match in terms of the personalities who were in it would be actually right up your alley because oh, yeah. Yeah. you know it, it ticked the boxes it needed to tick so it can get why what happened happened, but NXT doesn't really attract that many casual fans. It attracts people like you and me. Yeah, who so watch the fact that we didn't, yeah. who didn't get the match that they thought they were gonna get, and got the the watered down shenanigans version. Yeah, it it actually does leave you kind of going, how would I, I would have liked that? Yeah, you know, especially like um, like I I get what they were doing. Obviously, there's there's four teams there who they all kind of have a history. So it does make sense in that way, but um, I just felt maybe they could they could have maybe dragged it on slightly longer or something maybe. But they, I suppose yeah, it's it's always a timing issue as well. So yeah, um, it is what it was. It it is what it is. But um, I didn't really like it. Um, I thought it was pretty funny though with the way they were in the MSK came out in the uh, space manger. Fucking, yeah, that belongs to like Breeze Angle. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, apart from that, yeah, whatever. It's gonna it's obviously setting up. Um, possibly all forward and maybe in some sort of tag team tournament match I think um, I'd, I'd like, always I'd like something something big like that maybe yeah. get a war games yeah yeah. I always think the second I see teams more than like two teams I always think tag team tournament yeah. or war games or yeah there's going to be some sort of mass stipulation I always jump big back. ladder just yeah. that big ladder in the middle of the ring it's bolted into the ring you can't yeah. move it <laughs> yeah yeah literally Fight around king of the ladder you have to you have to stay on top for as long as possible yeah, but um, absolute fat lad up on top, like move me. Yeah, but uh, the likes of Only Larkin and Danny Burch, obviously they're still the tag team champions, so I'm sure they'll be involved in it now in the next few weeks. So yeah, mm. did what I had to, and then we on, we're on to the main event. Uh, Finn Balor defends his title against Adam Cole. Uh, on paper, again, we we said it a few times now on a few different kind of reviews. When you yeah. see people of this caliber, these wrestlers, you know they're going out to have a great match, regardless if they get five minutes, if they get twenty five minutes, if it's a pay per view or if it's just TV. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Oh, these lads went do. Um like just just a scrap essentially, turn you know I mean? It was deadly. Um it was it was, uh, it was probably the easiest match of the night to watch. Yeah, literally. Like that was, yeah. Yeah. Um I do feel that uh 
like I feel Finn could have been a bit more aggressive in terms of like maybe trying to hurt Adam Cole a bit more. Do you know what I mean? Especially the way he's had to yeah. be bet up by him two weeks in a row or whatever. It would have made a bit more sense. But whatever, the actual match was savage. Um, yeah. I liked, um, what you call it? I liked the fact there was no real shenanigans during the match. Because straight yeah. away, when I seen the time, I think it started at about a quarter uh, quarter to three over here. So yeah, about 15 minutes left on the show or 20 minutes yeah. left on the show. I was kind of shitting it because I was like, ah, it's going to be, they're going to be in the ring. They'll have a bit of a scrap and then Kyle O'Reilly look them out. And to be yeah. a big kind of hullabaloo. That's what I was thinking. But it didn't actually go that way. It actually went a legit match. Uh, some great back and forth in it. Yeah, they went the whole hog, to be honest with you. Um, the one thing I will say that I'm getting sick of already now is that constantly playing on oh, Finn Balor's jaw. It's like, yeah, chap, he broke his jaw. It's grand. He's already... Yeah. I like it's it's you always get it when it comes to like the main uh SmackDown and Raw type thing where someone will like have an injury and it's only until two like technical wrestlers come up against each other that the injury somehow just magically comes back like oh his ribs that he hurt in 2011 but yeah. like outside of that it's like oh yeah someone breaks their jaw someone breaks their arm someone literally loses teeth mm-hmm. oh yeah now he's he's back into it now next week no, no problems on NXT, it's like, oh yeah, he was, he was a premature baby. So naturally, he's a weaker. You're like being here. Yeah. What? what are you fucking on about? Like, just uh, yeah, I think they should drop some of that, like the rigidity behind like the la- la- longevity of injuries and stuff. It's just like, uh, like yeah, like, you have to pay. You, like, yeah, nearly have to pay too much attention then, you know? Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I know he broke his jaw, like in, in the match against Kyle O'Reilly like, a while back, but um. And I do get it, yeah, when you do break a jaw, yeah, it is slightly weaker, I understand. We've seen, like, many MMA fights and stuff like that, whether it's UFC and stuff, you do hear them, like, oh, they have a bit of a glass jaw now. He broke his jaw once, and it's a sport where you don't really make contact. So, in terms of, like, they're not legit punching each other in the face, and it's almost insulting your intelligence a bit. Yeah, just like, oh, Jesus, jaw. He's after giving him a last shot. Right. So the last shot, you don't land on your jaw, you land on the top of your head, really, don't you? So it's like <laughs> every time every time they throw him into something, right? like they'll do like the forearm kind of shimmer or something, they'll slap the leg or whatever. And then obviously Finn Balor sells it because that's the whole idea they're going for. But it's it's almost embarrassing because you're like, Jesus Christ, chap, if you're, if you're downed after a shot to the to the jaw, like with for, forearm, how the fuck are you going to win this match? But yeah. whatever, it was, it was actually a savage match though, regardless. That, that, oh, you just hate the jaw thing. That's that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good match. Um. We had then Kyle O'Reilly just sauntering out, um, looking like he came straight out of uh, the eighties trash metal, trash metal scene, metallic uh, t-shirt on, yeah. the vest, stuff like that, denim jacket. <laughs> I knew you were going to mark out for that. You were like, Kyle O'Reilly's my new favorite wrestler. Deal Literally. with it. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna tweet it. I was gonna tweet it like this man, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, savage. He just rocked out and he just looked down, and then obviously the whole, oh my god, he must have seen a ghost, that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I don't mind that call when it's legit something that's had to happen like that so class and then Finn Balor picked up the win then and then Kyle O'Reilly then hops on Adam Cole and it was cool because it wasn't like it didn't look staged do you know what I mean it wasn't like yeah. alright I'm going to do this move now and then alright yeah the refs are going to pull us apart yes the refs did pull them apart but it was they wait until he went to go for the, the suplex onto the steps it felt a bit dirty a bit like kind of I suppose knock down and drag out as they say kind of thing it was a scrap yeah. do you know what I mean he just wanted the horse Adam Cole yeah. there was a cool little I suppose uh, part as well where he went to low blow um, Kyle O'Reilly and Kyle grabbed mm-hmm. his arm and took the Undisputed Era band off him I don't know why but yeah. that's just class because the signal's the end now I suppose proper um, storytelling like yeah it was it was good to see like and then especially from Kyle's standpoint because it feels like obviously the past few years you're always like oh Adam Cole's front and centre and the other guys are great wrestlers but yeah. they're, they're playing second fiddle they always will 
but Kyle O'Reilly obviously is he's out he's front to centre now do you know what I mean uh, yeah. and then to close the show we had uh, Balor standing in the ring camera slowly starts to pan and then he turns around he's just like uh, what did he say uh, it took you long enough or what took you so long sorry he said and it was carrying Cross standing there um, kind of yeah setting up that that big kind of match now for uh, takeover probably which, for Mania which explains where we're going to go with the feuds we're going to get now yeah. uh, obviously I'd say Balor will drop the belt to Cross yeah I'm, I'm sure he will or if not I'd yeah. say maybe they might pull out a demon thing where he'll beat him and then Cross will go straight up to the main roster on Raw maybe um, maybe yeah that's the only thing I could see because I remember seeing reports that Vince was high on the chap and he wants him up on the main roster ASAP but that yeah. was a few months back and he's still in NXT so maybe not um, you kind of have to take every report with a grain of salt as well do you know what I mean um, they're booking them very strong though like they the, are they really are Phantasma angle that they had there like that was great like I, I see him honestly winning the belt, dropping it to Cole or Dunn by mid mid year, and then making a a fucking a debut SummerSlam Survivor Series yeah. type of around the November yeah type yeah. of thing yeah. Um, someone like the Miz would be like, I never get my fair shake. You always know, against these big brutes, da da da, and he'd be like, I oh, can challenge anyone who is something something, and then he'll just come out and batter the shit out of him. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it to be honest, but um. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked NXT as a whole last night. That was very good. E- easy to watch. Really easy to watch. Um, consistent storytelling, consistent builds. Um, even the likes of Pete Dunne say after the whole Finn Balor thing, um, sometimes you do feel like they, they kind of can get lost in the shuffle or you won't see them for a few weeks. Um, hmm. He's straight away. Now he's back calling out people. Oh, I want to be the number one technical wrestler. Looking forward to seeing where that goes. I don't even want to hazard a guess where it goes. I said that yeah. to Ryan earlier. I want to just keep it outrageous and see what happens. Um, but yeah, overall, actually really, really enjoyed NXT. Yeah, yeah, it was excellent. Um, yeah. Looking forward to next week as always. Yeah, pretty much. And then um, I can't wait now to see what they're going to do, what way they're going to line up now each night of the the takeover now because of the two nights. I'm looking forward to that as well now over the next few weeks. Yeah, but, um, that'd be good. Yeah, so I suppose we'll call it quits here now. Call it, call it yeah. a day on this one. Um, obviously be banging up an AEW one as well so uh, yeah so before we go I just want to say thanks very much for listening or for watching whatever you're doing as it says start hit us up on socials or um, yeah like subscribe usual kind of jargon I'm not going to say it again because my mouth's real dry and I said at the start I'm sick of saying it so drinking drink, drink the water pal drink yeah, the water yeah um, but yeah overall we enjoyed NXT let us know in the comments what you thought of NXT this week um, yeah and where you think the feuds are going to go who's going to win what who's going to get called up maybe after Mania or before, who knows. Um, But yeah, until next time then, we'll see you later. See you later.